0: Hello and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast, proudly supported by a sideline sports crew at Arana. This week we talk to Jake McGing, discuss a win at home on Friday night and look forward to the game against the Barrow Boys. I'm Jimmy and I'm joined by Luke, Josh and Morrow. You right Josh?
1: <laughs> oh. Still I didn't those. I didn't
0: read the part
2: where it said we're playing against the barrel boys, so I had a bit of a laugh at that, so well played.
0: Out of nowhere. Yeah. Snowtown <laughs> lols.
2: <laughs> oh, I love jokes about murder.
0: Yeah. Anyway. At <laughs> last <laughs> <laughs> My love
3: has come along
0: Well, any tigers? Um. My uh, who is it, Morris? I'm
1: on a hat trick. I'm just going to say, I think he may be a bit of a deity.
3: He?
0: He. he. R-E-A. Oh, Who's the singer?
1: I don't know who the singer. I do know who the singer is, but it's escaping me. I should have just looked over at Jimmy's iPad instead of this.
0: Anyway, Etta James at last. At last. At last. Three points.
2: Three points. At last, that we beat Sydney and Arnie and rubbed it in his face.
4: I think we brought we've brought this up. A couple of times before, but since we've fired back up the podcast, how many winning podcasts have we done? I think it's less than 10.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
4: <laughs> we did, the first season we won... Three. Or four? Three games or something. Three games. Three. Yeah. Last season we won... <sighs> five? Five or six, five? yeah. Five, yeah. We're up to nine winning podcasts in three seasons. <laughs> That's Amazing. <laughs> Out of how many podcasts? Like forty? Two seasons and six games, yeah. These things do not come around very often at this club.
2: And how dare Fox
0: football say that we can't celebrate.
4: I will celebrate until Thursday. Damn well, (laughs) please. Yeah, Thursday.
0: (laughs) A friend of mine asked why did Mariners fans celebrate like they had won the league? And I said, Well, you know the first five games we feel like we should have won. And it's all the celebration and joy Of those victories that we didn't have coming out in one, I think.
2: If you've endured the last two seasons, then you're going to celebrate a win, especially a win against the probably the best team in the league as well. So, yeah, we're going to celebrate because everybody
4: hopes. Everybody hopes that it's going to be the turning point. That's why it was such a big sort of relief. Like, I mean, if that's not if that doesn't fire the boys up for the rest of the season, what they did on Friday, then I don't don't know. Not to
1: mention the fans. Because, exactly. you know, the, there was the, the, it was them who was at least as out of control as the playing staff and the coaching staff and all of that after the game, and it was fantastic. And it was very
2: loud. It was the loudest that the stadium has been in a long, long time.
4: And for not a very big crowd. I mean, I i knew, I thought last week that we wouldn't crack 10,000, and we definitely didn't. There was Easily. probably, what, maybe a 1,000 Sydney fans, if that.
1: They did a pretty poor job by them really I, It was I, a Friday night I had fair. a guess
4: that we
0: would bring six and a half And I guess that they would bring fifteen hundred And I think that's pretty I think it's much Pretty close What yeah. it was Because yeah. it was, Cause it was seven, eight Something
4: so. Yeah And I mean at some stages there towards the end The noise that was in there was like there was bloody fifteen thousand there It was That stadium hasn't felt like that for a long time
1: yeah, mm. and, and, you know, we're taking our opportunity because, you know, we, we haven't had enough of them. But, for, I mean, there's a, some good examples. We had our family photo taken this time and Fox, while they may have tried to write us off, they, their guys were enjoying that moment with us. They loved being a part of that little mm. stuff in the corner. We're, I think Sean's been trying to do that family photo now for a season and five games and we've never successfully done it. Yeah. because It's we've, always a sad one. Yeah, we've, <laughs> no one wants their photo <laughs> taken with the team when we've had
0: a draw or, yeah. or we've and lost. And I don't,
4: I don't think we should. I think a draw or a loss, we should just Could go around it. the fence, do it, go down the tunnel. Quick high five. Go in for recovery. Yeah. But a win like that, yeah, for sure, do it. I Have mean, the players
2: duck out of the way of flying flying objects from e- the crowd. Exactly. <laughs> I
4: mean, if Fox did any research, they'd know that we've been doing that for a long time. I think they thought it was just a one-off well, and we There's the problem. That. Exactly, Fox doing <laughs> Fox research. Fox don't care.
0: <laughs> yeah, Speaking of which, Fox is getting worse. I was watching it on the weekend, and oh, just the punditry and the commentators, is just getting worse year on year
4: so bad and they were pretty desperate on the weekend because they had obviously the socceroos so they had simon hill and harper uh, away over in honduras so they had to drag in ned Zilic for our game and then he did the adelaide game on the saturday and they had ogonowski who i i don't mind but he's just not really a commentator yeah, he, he no, just—he yeah. doesn't
2: talk like a commentator. He just sort of like yeah, he just ram- he yeah. just ran. He's
4: more of someone you'd have as a pundit in yeah. the yeah. studio. Well, yeah. he's like someone he you'd match. speak to like on the building side, like a sideline exactly reporter. He does. Yeah. Yeah. A I building. thought
1: I thought the three amigos, um, Adam and uh, Cosy and Heff, though, did a decent job.
0: Yeah, I like uh, I like Adam, I like Cosy, and um, who was the other? Bozza isn't too bad either. But apart from that, just. A yeah. bunch of deadwood.
4: I wish Adam Peacock wasn't such a good host because I'd rather him commentate the games than half of the people that they have on there. Mm. Agreed, he'd be better. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, Fred's question uh, with a quick turnaround between games. What are some of the things we need to focus on for Thursday's game against Adelaide? Well, we sort of uh, we brush on this with Jake McGing in the in the interview. Um, what they all they do is sort of just adjust the training schedule for the week to sort of lead up to the Thursday, but he can answer that for you, like I just did. And uh, who do we have to sort into Barra's position against Adelaide? Now, we also asked this question too, but we're going to speculate here. We seem to think it's probably going to be Liam I Rose. I think Liam Rose
2: will come into centre-back and Jake will stay at right-back.
4: I think that's, gonna be, that's probably going to be the biggest adjustment that they'll have to make, and they'll have to make it quickly. I mean, we played Friday, they probably had recovery Saturday, probably... One day off in there, a day of review. They'll probably only really get one day of proper training, which will be tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. They might have had a full session today, and they do all their they do their um, they do all their formations and all that tomorrow. So they they're only going to have sort of one two chances max to really get that worked out. And I think obviously it's going to be Liam Rose and Anthony Golick next to each other, which is like David and Goliath. I know, quite Liam like Rose it, is not a centre-back in his build, but he's good there because he can play out from the back well.
1: I like that part, that that you've got those two sort of um, different skill sets there where... Um, it can work. Yeah, we've got a hard man and a tall man, and we've got a good ball player back there, and so I like that combination as a second combination if Barrow's unavailable. I as think Golik's going to
2: have to step up and sort of lead that line because I think that's been Barrow's job, being captain. Mm. But now that Barrow's out, I think... Gulloch's going to have to stand up and try and organise the back line, make sure everyone's in the right spot, make sure that we defend well.
1: It's hard to imagine Paolo making a different choice though because he's chosen Liam as the um, second or the replacement uh, centre back each time because did Barrow come off injured in a game earlier? Was that the Brisbane game? Barrow came off with an injury and he was replaced by Liam so Paolo's already shown that's what he likes to do. Without Stormy being back then you have to leave Jake where he is I think and
2: yeah, it's a bit annoying that Storms not going to be back in the squad because I don't think he's being used by New Zealand. No, he probably he wasn't play. used in the first leg, and you know, it's probably no. unlikely he's used in the second leg. So that's a bit annoying. But and he's also coming he
4: back from a little bit little bit of an injury too. So if he does play, there's the risk that that could maybe get worse, aggravate I mean, it. I mean, I having, that's why he didn't play. Yeah, yeah. which is annoying because now he's gone. 40 million miles across the other side of the world to probably not play and potentially flare up an injury. And not be back in need. time
1: for our game anyway, really? Like yeah, their game no, the same not is, day, no. yeah,
4: yeah, I mean, I think having Liam Rose go into centre-back is the only realistic thing because we don't have another right-back. And McGing, arguably, is not a right-back, even though he's doing well there at the moment. There's Ascroft is the only one that could probably play there. Before the season I probably would have picked him in front of McGing to play right back. But it looks like for whatever reason. Yeah, that's what I think. For whatever reason Paolo doesn't seem to rate him. I don't know what it is. I mean I think he's only here out of probably goodwill, maybe, because he obviously he had that trial in the off season over in England. It obviously didn't all work out and then he's come back and I think First chance for him to go, he'll be gone, I think, which will probably free up another spot.
0: He trolled at a number of clubs. I think it was like uh, what, two, one or two in Scotland and about three in England. Yeah, so.
4: and I mean, not that I'd want him to necessarily go, but if he does, it frees up a spot to bring in another specialist right back, which is what we need.
1: So he's not the only injury or uh, out this week, Barrow. Of course, Asdrubal could be at risk. He left at half time on the weekend and we replaced him with uh, QB and... Uh, Being at training on uh, yesterday morning, then uh, Asdrabah was in the gym for the first couple of sessions. Um, So I didn't think he was on the training paddock at all. But in the last 11v11 session, then Asdrabah was out there. And uh, it was interesting, though, that QB was playing in the central uh, striker's position during some of those exercises, which suggests that there's that's the options that we're still going to use for that. The question, I guess, would be, depending on how bad the heel injury, Yazdrabal's heel injury is, whether or not he would be the starter
2: or the um, 30 minutes in the second half yeah. player. I thought Kubi was good when he came on for the second half. He sort of... He's he, was, yeah, he was running at the defence. Yeah, he was hassling Wilkinson heaps. And Taking head Wilco. Something. Wilco wasn't... I don't think Wilco was pretty happy with the way that he
4: was... Wilco had yeah, the shits by the end of the game. Yeah, he did well, wouldn't, massively.
2: Wouldn't you after Kuby heads yeah. you in the chin? He had him. He had him <laughs> with pace. Like Kirby's pretty pacey, so I think Wilco was struggling to keep up with his pace. And I think there was a couple of times where he almost got through. So yeah. I don't mind him starting at striker and then bringing Azra Bell on for. 20 minutes at the end of the
0: game. Yeah, he did uh, tried to do an overhead kick or something. I was and, about to say what yeah. about how he did the Plenty injury? On his ankle. Doing a
4: freaking doing a bloody f- bicycle kick for no reason it's on half It's pretty crazy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he was just trying to stop a ball from going out. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit silly. So what he do? he just sort of like landed awkwardly on his on his foot or well, something. Yeah, he just, yeah. he just he sort of landed on his hip, but somehow the the heel seems to be the problem. Maybe yeah. it's was we didn't notice it in a previous season. He was limping straight
0: away. Yeah. I thought
1: QB was pretty unlucky, though. I actually thought that there was a VAR fail in that game where QB tries to chip the keeper who's off his line, and um, Boyce handballs intentionally Mm -hmm. and stops that ball, which I think was probably on target, which suggests the VAR screwed it up, and we probably could have won 3 0.
4: We all saw that straight away. Yeah, we're not surprised, though, are we?
2: Well, you know the VAR, and then the that's the how Wellington. FC, that's yeah. how Wellington got a penalty in the other g- in another game as well. They the VAR gave Wellington a penalty after it wasn't given, so. which I thought that was rubbish too. But anyway, we'll so you want to
0: talk about the game now, or a bit later when we're meant to? <laughs> <laughs> I Mate, thought we're we're ju- so excited, we well, just I thought, we're just we're just like into it. I thought we will just <laughs> fly <flying laughs> in, completely <laughs> ignore it week <laughs> after week.
1: <laughs> well, we can barely contain it. Oh, well, let's excitement. talk about the game then. Two 0 Let's do it. What a relief! How fantastic the scenes were after the game. I loved it. I didn't want to go home.
4: I've been eating. <laughs> I've been eating humble pie the last milk. five days.
1: You know, I did want to go home for her, but right. I think I all four. All four of us
0: tipped Sydney. What didn't we? Yeah,
2: yeah I secretly.
4: You. I put Sydney. I put Sydney in my multi. <laughs> Yeah, but my I multi was, was screwed
0: i was positive super fan number one last week and um i remember sort of i remember off.
2: specifically you saying oh, i've got a good feeling about this but then i don't have a good feeling either it's either we'll win or we'll get smacked and luckily we won
4: no i when we did the pod last week i really thought that we were gonna get smacked when i left for the game on friday and i was walking out of the house and i thought we were gonna get smacked <laughs> and my feeling had not changed at all there was nothing to suggest that and i mean what what they did. You have little faith. <laughs> I had very little faith.
1: Was that we had little faith?
0: Very little faith. No, you, him. <laughs> I you and I tipped like went for us. We said we yeah. were going
1: for us, but then we both tipped Sydney. Yes.
0: Yeah, sh- <laughs> <laughs> we did a Josh with Newcastle. How dare we you. We only need to talk about what we say in public morrow. Okay, we'll edit that you.
4: I mean, what, what they managed to do on Friday night, seemingly out of nowhere, was really special when you look at the game the week before. I mean, when you compare those two to like. Chalk and cheese. Mm.
1: Well, it was our worst performance the week before, wasn't mm. it, as far as I was concerned? By Miles. And, I was,
0: was going to say, uh, after the Brisbane game, where, you know, Tenny had a quiet game and the RDA had a bit of a quiet game as well, I thought they're going to come back this week and they're going to just power through it, and they, they did. So it's great to see a comeback after that dribble.
1: Yeah, and, and it was mostly our great performance, if you ask me, but it was, there was an element mm. of how poor Sydney were too. They are a shadow of their former selves. They To me, they've got no width at all. And because Two ageing wingers That's yep. what
4: happens when you start David Carney
1: Yep And uh, the only option that they've got wide Milkshire. now Is they try to focus on Zullo Actually I think is what they try to do Is play a little bit lopsided To get Zullo forward But I don't remember seeing him get forward at any stage Other than for a throw in All, he does, yeah. All he does is
4: overrun the ball
2: Muzajewski's a big loss though he Yeah was, he was one. Of, he was what their main signing And he's been out injured Or whatever's going on with him So they've lost a pretty good, pretty good winger there But yeah they don't really seem to have a lot of depth in the winger spots.
1: No, which meant to me they played a lot of ball direct to um, Brosk and to Bobo, and that was cut out by our two Dutch legends most of the game and uh, we really just uh, not only cut out those options but quickly turned them around to push Sydney back and, and what we were seeing was things like Wilco shanking clearances over the sideline, desperate to get rid of it, or mm. Zullo flogging it to the other end mm. to be picked up by the keeper just so they could get a bit of our pressure off them. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was
4: a great game plan. Can he I sort just
0: of resorted, uh, resorted to cheap shots as well, all across the park. Yeah.
4: yeah. yeah. Who? Brosk? <coughs> Bobo. Sydney in Because I was just about to say, I really dislike Alex Brosk. Well, the way he went on in this game... As soon
2: as as stuff doesn't go their way, they turn into hacks. Well,
4: his attitude, just before half time, I think... I don't even know... I'm not even sure what he was complaining about. I mean, I think it went out for their throwing or their corner. Yeah, it was their corner. It was was their way, and he's whinging at the ref, and then he's whinging at the linesman, and then the ref walks off, and I swear he called the ref the C word really loudly, but the ref mustn't have even sort of really heard it, but... I mean, that shitty attitude f- seemed to flow through the whole team for the for the entire second half, and they never looked like being in the game.
1: No, and the, and that level of frustration was a large part of the game for me. When Jakey McGing scored that header, I was watching the Sydney players walking back to the halfway, and I said to my brother, "Look at Sydney, the body, the language, body language. My golly, they are done. Yeah. Like, I don't. I hate saying it because I was yeah. thinking to myself, we're two 0 up, and we never count our chickens at two nil here at the Mariners, but." Um, but, yeah, the Why body not? language of Sydney was terrible.
4: I mean, and that that um, all flowed down from Brosk, who's meant to be the captain.
1: Yeah, so there was nothing really to like about them. They couldn't, after the game, even get enough of their players together to go over and thank the paltry number of fans who turned up to the game.
0: They had no, they had a decent number. It's just that they left. Yeah, well, but. Plus, <laughs> doing a
1: fire alarm. And the, the <laughs> <laughs> and the players weren't going over there to, um, you know, thank them for coming. You know how much we dislike that kind of thing. So. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. uh, maybe it all comes from the head. Arnold was pretty damn grumpy. True, yeah. but credit he to had his him. old man face on
1: credit to him he, in the press conference to me he looked like he'd swallowed a bee and it had stung him about a dozen times on the inside because he had absolutely nothing useful
2: to say in the press conference. he was hating every word that he had to praise yeah. us yeah because he's just not
1: uh, i don't know how long it is but it's a long time since he's had to talk about a loss and aside from that in the background you could hear uh, our boys singing in the dressing, <laughs> 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 which was superb and uh, he just couldn't stop himself he had no alternative but to say that credit had to be given to us because we were good and we were so we
4: we were very good from back all the way to the front I mean Anthony Golik who I've seen some people whinge about him for some reason I'm not sure why I mean defensively there was a bit there in the second half where they were just about in on goal and he come flying out of nowhere he moves he looks slow but he moves those long legs and he sort of he takes about two or three strides to sort of really catch up to someone. But, I mean, he comes out of nowhere. He's, like, his positioning is really good. And some of the balls that he plays out from the back as well are very Trent Sainsbury-esque. They're sort of straight out from the back, straight into the midfield, so either Brahma or Hyadier. And then that's how we start going through the midfield. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of the stuff that he's... I don't know where it's really coming from. He's never really showed that when he's been playing in the A-League before.
1: No, and I think some of it maybe was per plan too because... He uh, might not have had the outlet.
4: No. Did anyone
1: notice how early in the game in particular, as they put pressure on our back four, we clearly had a plan to play reverse passes back into the centre of midfield to Hiarie, who knew he'd have space and was able to turn every time in that first 10, 15, 20 minutes. He schooled their midfield. (laughs) He was was brilliant. He owned...
2: I don't think a, a single player has owned Sydney's midfield like that for a long time.
4: That was probably top five Mariners' performance. Someone in a Mariners Yeah, jersey that's, a, that's a big call. The I midfield reckon.
0: was a bunch of turnstiles. Just go
3: straight yeah. through.
1: Yeah, they were, and they didn't recover in situations where they needed to. In the first goal, Brillante didn't cut, recover when the ball was lost, and our uh, quick play meant that Zullo didn't recover either. Brillante
2: was at fault for the second goal. That was who Jake sort of peeled off. Um, Brillante was ball-watching and McGing's watching the ball like all the way, and he just really Ante loses his man, and McGing scores the goal. So it was just a very off night for Sydney, and I'm glad that they had a really off night against us because it meant that we could get a win.
4: And I mean, I, I didn't even know Luke, Luke Wilshere was out there until I watched the replay, and he was the one that actually gave gave the ball away for the first goal. Mm. He yeah. just passed it straight to Danny De Silva. I mean, he was just completely anonymous, and... When you think about Arnie's style, he wants them fullbacks to get high, sort of like us, and he was—he was nowhere.
2: Grant for them was a big loss, doing his ACL in pre-season. Yeah. That's why Wilkshire was there, and for me, Wilkshire is okay, but I think he's as good as Grant.
4: He's been—I I think he's overrated. I think he always has been overrated, even when he was being picked in the Socceroos. I never.
2: Those were the days Never was a fan The Pim Verbeek Sogaroos days Never was a fan (laughs) Yeah they were great days Anyway
0: So top day On and off the field So thank Mm. you for uh, Everyone that joined us In the bay This time That's what we want I wish we had I wish we had New South Wales derbies Every single week At home They're the games That seem to drive the crowds We'd help our crowds Yeah
2: New South Wales, what is it? What's that thing on Twitter? Like, New South Wales Super League. Just make the whole comp being in New South Wales teams. Just do it.
0: (laughs) It's like people can't get the hate up for Wellington at home. Do you know what I
4: mean? Or can you? Or Perth at home. It's not that fun. Perth at home at three o'clock on a Sunday is not really enticing for anyone, I don't think.
2: Especially in January when it's 40 million degrees.
4: Yeah. I mean, Hool, best game so far us super finish
0: yes yeah. it'd be on par well if he didn't get sent off I was gonna say it'd be on par with with West Sydney yeah game. it was good yeah. that day
4: as well yep. yeah I mean I think it helped a lot as well having asbal drop deep yeah to get the ball I think I, I don't think we've we seen we haven't seen enough of him on the ball really I don't think because I think he's probably very good on the ball and he looks like when he stays up high when he's not getting a lot of the ball he's getting sort of really frustrated and we've probably seen that a few times as well but i mean when he dropped in and he had the ball he was there to create plenty and that's exactly how that goal came about
3: yep.
0: perfectly happy weighted pass beautiful loved it anything else you want to say
1: <laughs>
0: hallelujah
4: i want to know hallelujah. what up is having for breakfast
0: Right. Whatever it is, it's
1: that's got it's high energy, say. that's we'll for sure.
0: <laughs> quickly go through the other games. Adelaide, Newcastle, 1-2. Oh. Adelaide gifted another goal from back line.
2: It's hell on earth. Newcastle first. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, picked, I picked the draw Victory, they have the assist on Victory, Brisbane, 1-0. Another very uninspiring game. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Mm. Probably well, a draw, probably fair result. Borussia's Wellington, t- 5, Perth, 2. Ugh. Did anyone see that coming, Wellington? Yeah, I Wellington. <laughs> Wellington produced that absolute dross last week against the scum, and then they come back and put five on Perth. I just—they're very much a very home-oriented team, and they're good when they're at home, but when they're away, they're just not good. Mm, they were decent, but
1: um, the VAR thing—that was rubbish.
4: <laughs> See, I'm happy with that We're not surprised anyway, With the penalty Caller, I'm happy with that being a penalty Yes, yeah, so I'm I because It was going towards goal so His arm's outstretched I know, it's a penalty I know it's not to the law of the game Which is not, is it? Um,
2: I think it is to the law of the game
1: Well, this is where I don't disagree with you But that this, this is where it's a grey It's subjective a area. It's yeah. subjective. It's, yeah. it's now an opinion And it's an opinion about whether or not that hand either stopped the, stopped the ball from going in the net Or whether or not that was a deliberate act um, and so you and I could be at the water cooler on a Monday arguing about the fact that the ref didn't see that or, or, f- or subjectively decided it wasn't a penalty. Instead, I'm whinging about the VAR. Wrong. Leave it to the ref and you and I will argue that it should have been a penalty when it wasn't and Wellington still would have won 4-2. City,
0: yeah. Wanderers, model.
2: Well, the, the only thing that happened really in that game was that it kicked off of half an hour late. For some unknown reason, it's because the Cause of the the Wellington nets.
4: game went late, probably because of the VAR, probably. and then <laughs> and then the W League <laughs> ran late.
0: Yeah, it did, didn't it? And
2: yeah. then the net was and then
4: something the to do net, with the net that net thing was ridiculous
2: because I turned on the I didn't watch the first I turned on the game at. Quarter past eight and it was still in the first half. I'm thinking, what the hell is going on? Why is it still in the first half?
4: Yeah, it took two players to fix the net and the ref and the lino and the groundkeeper didn't know what to do by the looks of it. All they had to do was put the white thing in and then twist it and it was fixed.
1: Yeah, well, you would think that they'd been at a soccer park and seen soccer goals before. I don't know. Maybe
4: not. Or not looking before all the players got set in the middle.
1: And this is to say nothing about one of the premier uh, venues in our competition because clearly the nets, I'm thinking the nets are clearly put up by the ground staff, the stadium staff, not either club. Mm. Um, So you would think that the fellow from uh, the ground staff would know how to put the nets up.
4: And he looked at it and then walked off. Yeah,
1: he was looking for gaffer tape. Apparently (laughs) had no idea how the clips worked, but anyway.
0: Right, Socceroos, nil draw in Honduras. Good a result paddock.
1: Good result Mate that was a bog wasn't it that Can pitch? I say it's not
4: that a was, good result
1: That was the worst res-
0: yeah, That I was the worst pitch I've ever seen it's I think we need to score one or two it's Over th- there to should have. It's not,
4: it's not a good result I don't know why everybody keeps on well, saying that w- If they score one goal Yeah we night, to score two. We're screwed I We're in, think in we the are. poo If you look at the way we played We played well On that pitch In those But they don't have a lot of threat at all No All it takes one chance You might see them
0: play better One chance
4: pitch one chance and we have to score three goals.
1: Yeah, that's that's the issue, isn't it?
4: I don't trust two us. Anymore. Yeah, two. that's to get level. But I don't trust us. No, 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 no. Us. It's, uh, no,
0: it's two. We, need, we, we want, just need we two. Want two one if, they score, or, if they score one, we need to score two. If they score two, we need to score three. Doesn't the one account? No, no, no. One I only it's to draw... Only when it's a draw. It was a
2: nil-nil, oh. and because if we score two, then we're through. If they if, if they score one, we score two, we're through. I so if it's
0: one it. all they go through, mm-hmm. because theirs is worth two when it's a draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But if they I score
2: first, us. then
0: we'll
1: need to score two, and I'm with him. I don't trust. I don't. Us yeah. Yeah. I
2: think I think if it's if we don't let him score in the first half hour, we'll be fine. I think we'll just. I think we'll. we'll I
4: think we'll go through.
0: So it will be two nil down by 20 minutes. You reckon? <laughs>
4: Probably. And apparently ANZ isn't great, the pitch. well, this never is the, really is for football. There was no.
0: a lot of talk
1: about we're coming back here to you know, our own conditions and so forth. But in the previous game, before the Syria game, we were whinging about the quality of our own crap pitch and suggesting it would have been better at Allianz, which it probably would have been. Yep. The pitch there has been crap over the years, but Arnie's obviously complained sufficiently that they've
2: made it decent. But ANZ know? has the, the capacity... Because the crowd's supposed to be what sixty-five, seventy thousand. Well, there's
0: fifteen thousand tickets not sold yet.
2: So that's what sixty-five thousand. Yeah, yeah I,
4: I'd I, rather see a packed Allianz. Yeah, I think you need to have eighty thousand there to have an atmosphere. If it's yeah. two thirds. ANZ needs crap.
0: to be full to have a really good atmosphere. Here. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we we definitely should have scored one or two over there. I would have been happy with that, but nil all. I was. That's a bad result. Yeah. So dangerous. Fair enough.
4: No good.
1: It's going to be scary for us anyway, put it that way.
0: Yes, butt-clenching. Right, <laughs> CCM's best 11. Now, we did ask for players, uh, a, a team full of players who were at their best, like at, at their peak in, in their careers. I don't know if everyone got on board with that or saw the purpose of oh, that. I'm not a fan um, of that,
2: to be honest. I, thought, I think just make the team that was the best yeah, that but played in a, Mariners' colours. It's an
0: interesting... Discussion point. Like we'll we put it,
2: do it as another discussion point.
0: Yeah, we'll do a normal team. We'll do the best <laughs> possible Mariners team at another point. All right. That's all right. this specific team. You're the boss. We're we're no, we're doing the worst team next week. We're doing the worst team next yes. week. Okay. So yeah. we'll put up a post about that. Yeah. Might be a bit mean, but anyway. No. So the debate though.
4: Eleven Lamb Reddies. <laughs> That laugh.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: he can play in the back four. We saw that in that Perth game where he nearly dribbled it to the halfway so line. So,
4: Andrew Thurban is
0: probably the closest one I would agree with. Maybe apart from Pondlyak, I would have put Rogic in there somehow. I don't know how, but I would have fit him in. So, he's gone with Bosnich and goals with Wilco at right back, which I totally agree with after watching the prelim final in Season 1. That's, I think that's the best right, right back we've ever had. Did he play right back? Yep. Yeah, it was it was usually Andrew Clark, but he was injured, so Wilco slotted into right back and was Killed immense. It. Yeah, he completely owned him that day. Um, Swanswijk in the centre, next to Sainsbury, Vidmar on the left with Jedanac and Monty holding, and then Garcia, Tommy P, and Stojowski with Aloisi as well.
2: Yeah, I can't argue with any of those choices to be honest.
1: I'm going to argue with the goalkeeping point. I'm go- yep. I'm, I, I love the team. Thurbs' team is, <coughs> is good, but um, Bozza, he would have been too wasted. So I'm picking Matty Ryan. At his peak. At though. the peak of his At career, his he peak. was wasted.
2: Well, you can, <laughs> you can.
1: Ryan's not. In, Ryan's not at his so. peak yet, so
2: you wouldn't really. Know, you don't know
1: exactly. But if he p- if he goes any higher than he already has, he'll be at least getting well, very close Matty's to where Bosnich was. He's without uh,
2: Maddie's only still twenty four. Got plenty next of time. To
1: him. <laughs> without the talcum powder. Yeah. <laughs> without going near the bio. Right, so
0: let's, let's go through this. We're going to do what a four 2 three one. Yeah. Okay, so. You're going to put Ryan in the back, yeah? Do you want to do a Ryan a,
2: as the keeper. Do you want to do a 3-5-2 just to have more mids?
0: No. No. I'll just no, keep no, it no. at 4-2-3-1. Yeah.
2: I'm happy with that.
0: So, right. okay, I'm going to go Bosnich. What are you going to go? I'm tossing up because I was sort of a fan that wasn't
2: back then. Like, I wasn't really a fan till probably... <laughs> 11-12, so I don't really know a lot before then. But oh, yeah. I'm, I can't argue with Bosnich because Bosnich right was... Right before he won the
4: grand final, that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was
2: I was bandwagon. I was bandwagon in grand final success. But um, yeah, I'll go Bosnich.
4: Uh, I've got to go Ryan. He can't go past Ryan.
0: All right, well, one of them's on the bench. Anyway, uh, Wilco, happy with right back. Was
2: he better that day than Storm ever has been? Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Storm. <laughs> yep. Better than uh, Pedge Bowich and... Everyone else. yeah, Definitely I, will yep. go.
4: I wouldn't put him in there at right back but just because I want different ones at centre back.
0: Sounds like, like
2: absolutely
4: one of the
0: best A League imports of all time. If he
2: played for any other side he'd be so much more regarded. If he had played for a Sydney or a Melbourne club, they'd he'd get so much more many more plaudits.
0: Yep. Uh, Sainsbury, obviously playing well for the Socceroos and overseas at the moment. So, it's that's possibly sw- the peak of his career. The Sponswike-Sainsbury
2: so. partnership is definitely the best centre-back partnership we ever had.
0: Yeah. Um, Agree. Vidmar at left-back, he was great in his day. Besides so the grand final in 08. Oh, that's tough
4: what to grand forgive him final for. In 08. It, it was, eight. was
1: just that one moment. That's tough. When he tried on the ball. <laughs> but to me, he is the best left-back um, you know, at the peak of his career.
0: Yeah, so Yedinak, he's um, obviously on a downward sort of slide at the moment, but a few years ago That's he was in the does. top five uh, midfielders in Europe. So, you know. Well, was it like a stat for passes or
2: dribbles or... What interceptions, was it? Tackles, headers, and interceptions, everything, yeah. Remember what he was like for us. I still remember free kicks and... Oh, he was great at free. Oh. Remember the 5-2 the, five five loss game? against... Uh, victory. The 5-4 game he scored a pearl of a free kick The first goal of the game oh. And he had both sets of Like he had the whole curl it into the top corner free kick And he also
1: had the blast free kick Loved it
0: You watch, I think it's his second goal in the 5-2 loss against Victory He Curves it left and then it swings back right Top yeah. right hand corner yeah. It is crazy uh, Monty Obviously um, with Sheffield Monty over Hutch Yes Peak of career never played in the championship or the Premier League Um, Garcia you can't can't (laughs) (laughs) give it a try (laughs) Um, Tommy P like I said I'm going to put Rogic in there instead me
1: too sorry Thurbs
0: Uh, Stojowski
2: I'd rather have Rogic where Garcia is because I don't really like Garcia but I'll just say Rogic where Garcia is my opinion
0: And then Aloisi up front It's hard to argue with that Maybe Possibly Mori In his prime But he never went overseas But he was an absolute gun striker In
4: Australia Whereas
1: Whereas Aloisi played in both England and Spain Yeah And somewhere
4: else But Wearing Italy. Italy Wearing our colours Who had the better record Aloisi or McBrain
1: McBrain so oh, this goodness. is the, this is where it's a different um you know it's, this is yeah, where this it,
2: is where it gets confusing for me because you like you're talking about in how they are in their prime I'd rather just talk about how they were in a Mariners kit
1: because yeah. Luis Garcia at, at the stage he was at in his career when he came here with all due respect to him garbage. would not be <laughs> in the team Just no, saying
0: No but that's
4: not this team, though, is it? No,
1: no. So, so there's well, a difference. Someone gets it. So, so you know, this is one way of selecting a team. But
4: um. I can't go past McBreen up front.
0: All right. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and uh, obviously, none of the current players are in there as well. Are you missing out in the RDA? So.
4: We'll do, do another know? one in about ten years.
0: Yeah, he might be in there. He's got. He'll be
1: in there. I'll admit that I did think a little bit about Val Brammer over um, Monty, just because that that uh, he's you know vastly yeah, experienced but you, player. But I tend to think that. The he length, has won the
0: era to VC as well. Huh?
1: The length of um, high level play, Monty. Um, that's yeah, what, that's what got him over the line for me.
0: Anyway, so thank you for everyone that um, we have gone through your team. So I think it's Jack Mitch, uh, Jacks Michael. Catherine Fan and Cameron Patmore, thank you for putting your teams in. We have looked at those. Um, as as great of a guy as Hutch is, I don't think he'd make the top 11. But when we're doing
1: a team of who has contributed the most to the Mariners... He'd be number one. He'd, he'd be the first, first one player selected. <laughs> <laughs> easily.
0: <laughs> right. Um, we also had um, Joel contact us... Um, Thanks for the kind words, Joel. Um, he, he mentioned that um, he cancelled his membership when he found out that we sold a home game to Victory. Um, that's the second time it's happened. And I'll be honest, I don't really mind. I don't know about you guys. I wish I the club were a little bit more open about it. About what?
4: Yeah, I think I think if the club just sort of came out and said, uh, look, we're burning money, which most people seem to realise um, and we need to do this to basically stay afloat for this year or for sort of however many years. I think more people probably understand it. I think a lot of people don't like the secrecy sometimes surrounded in that sort of thing. Um, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, one, two games max and I know a lot of people hate it, the whole moving the games thing, but at the end of the day, if it means that we've got a club in five... Or ten years, then so be it. I mean, we need to still look at ways so we don't have to do that. Um, but I I completely understand why people um, why people get frustrated with that. And if that's the if that's how they want to um, show that they're not happy by not being a member, I mean, they've got every right to do that.
1: But they'll pay more for
2: tickets. I don't <laughs> mind moving a game if it means making money. Like if we can make what what do we we don't we don't ever really make money from home games so if we can take a home game away, I can understand <coughs> the the point that he makes about I'd rather not move home games away but if it means we make I don't know two hundred grand or what was it what do we make from the Geelong game two hundred grand 100, 200 grand something like that I have talked to, talk to Shaun again yeah but if I that, reckon if that means that it makes us, it allows us to break even then I'm fine with it.
1: I reckon that probably a hundred grand is in the changeover so we would have made a loss here we might have sold it for 150 the overall probably works out at we're making a hundred grand out of it on the communication thing I think we've tried it both ways with Canberra as well um, where we've communicated with the fans why we're doing this how we're doing it the reasoning behind it the fact that we're not making money on uh, home games and what what the benefit is to us financially. Sean's spoken about it before. So we've tried the way of telling the fans all about it and they basically, you know, chopped us. Um, This time we were a little bit quieter about the fact that that uh, victory game has ended up at Geelong. Our game, if you want to call it, that ended up at Geelong. Um, And the only person who's upset about it is Joel. Joel. Well.
0: Uh, I think – I don't know if Joel only knows that because we mentioned it. Maybe. Because we brought it up when the the draw first came out and we sort of pointed out that um, we had sold that game again. But um, I don't know.
1: So I'm just not sure whether or not it's such a bad thing for us to just not um, reveal all the details. For us, for you and I, Luke, I want to know that detail. Yeah, I mean, hopefully,
4: hopefully the idea behind this is and the way that the club's been run off the field now and the way it has been done the last few seasons is that hopefully next season we don't have to do that. That'd be nice. Because it. we're in a much better position. That's mm. the I think that's the whole idea of it is it's not short. term Well it won't
0: be next season. It'll be the year after.
4: Yeah. But whatever it is, hopefully it's not hopefully it's not a long term thing. I think that's just what um some people would like to hear. Whereas with the Canberra thing, it was like, oh we're gonna build this partnership and then we're going to make all these things down there but it obviously all fell through yeah, I think that's what got I, a lot more people. Cam- off. Canberra <coughs> for me
2: was didn't not work whatsoever. <clears throat> Especially when Canberra rather would have had their own team and they didn't really care about us and trying to build a relationship with them didn't work because they want their own team which is yes, fair but there. we, there's, we had there's a bit moving of an a way home back.
0: game and mm-hmm. then there's selling a home game.
2: Yeah, but we had a bit of an each-way bet with this because
1: you might not call it selling it, but did we not get uh, Canberra to fund the first appearance in Canberra and we took the gamble for the second one? Yeah, Um, it was meant
0: to go to Dubbo, but FFA shut it down or whatever. So a little bit of
1: an each-way bet there, um, but uh, sort of, yeah, similar sort of. Yeah, but
0: we didn't take it to someone else's home ground, though. That's the difference, I think.
1: No, but I doubt very much that we have sold this game to victory. We've sold this game to that stadium at Geelong. Have we not?
0: Yeah, well, I don't know if Victory want to grow their fan base down there or if Geelong want to grow uh, support for their own possible A-League bid.
2: Well, Victory are getting greedy if they want to grow their members. They've already got like 25,000. But I guess Geelong is a bit of an untapped market.
0: Well, if you stay still, you get overtaken. True. Fair enough. Anyway, yeah. 2-0. How good was that, eh?
2: Bloody good.
4: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs>
2: bloody good. I bet the legs he makes a killing when we win because people would want to drink more.
4: I drink more when we lose. Oh,
2: one last
0: thing. <laughs> one last thing I just remembered. I'll turn this up. Just give me one second. Here we go. <laughs> this is our two Dutch midfielders. Everyone has an initiation song.
4: The video is coming. If I could work out how to upload it.
1: Trying to
2: post. <laughs>
0: Thank God they can play football because they can't sing.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I see they've got some pretty good moves as well. Yeah.
0: Anyway. So that was uh, Vout on lead vocals with Hiarie doing back up. Oh, in boys.
1: <laughs> Mate, I thought it was well-coordinated. Did they not swap over in the second verse and uh, Vout was doing the yeah, acoustic- yeah. The, the, the percussion and uh, and Hiarie? Is that the song? only
4: duo ever for an in initiation? A I don't initiation? know. Possibly. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, it's just They're just impressing, those yeah. two. I wonder
0: yeah. what uh, Azribal's going to do.
4: <laughs> something Probably not in English. Something something by Enrique Iglesias. Honestly,
0: want a uh, Flamengo guitar. I
1: hope we get to see it because we don't
0: normally get to
1: see them unless they're at the medal dinner where we've seen the likes of Matt Fletcher um, come up with some pretty
2: good stuff. We need, um, we need Mike for the next medal dinner to do like a war song.
3: Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that, is the, that is the reaction I was certainly <laughs> hoping for.
0: <laughs> Love you, Mike. Yeah. All right, on to the Jake McGee interview. All right, we're joined by number four, Jake McGing. How are you, mate?
3: Yeah, not too bad. How are you guys?
0: Good, thanks. Very we're well. Good. We're good. We're yeah, happy good. after good the uh, the 2-0 on the Friday night. That was excellent. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. Pressing question. Do you keep your sauce in yeah. the fridge or the cupboard? What was that, say? Do you keep your sauce it's... in the fridge? Yeah or in the cupboard. In the
3: cupboard. Uh, I've always been a um, fridge guy. My oh, lovely. I grew up that way. That's the way my parents done it. So, yeah, I've always just kept it in the fridge.
0: Your parents are wise people. <laughs> Manufacturer's recommendation. <laughs> right. No,
4: good.
0: Okay, so it's been uh, talked about plenty since um but let's go back to Friday night. How does it feel to be the one in the right place at the right time to deliver a result like that? Uh, like the one we had on Friday night?
3: No, yeah always good I mean as a defender popping up with any goals always a plus so I was just glad I got to do it in the game like it was on Friday and um yeah to help the boys out that extra goal definitely um gave us a bit of a uh, relief there like they were under the pump a tiny bit there but yeah it was, um yeah it's fun to score definitely
4: so much has been uh, made of the celebrations afterwards. Uh, what was it like yeah. to be in the dressing room after uh, when Paolo was blasting horses? <laughs> a few people a few people thought we went over the top, but uh, I know that we all enjoyed it.
3: Oh, I don't think so. I think when you when you get a win, you deserve to celebrate, especially with all the boys around you. And it's always good having the coach in the same wavelength, everyone joining in the celebration. So, yeah, it's our first win of the season. So, um, yeah, everyone... Was very happy
4: about it. Who put horses on?
3: <laughs> that was um, Adam Berry, one of the younger kids, uh, one of the young guys on the team. It's, uh, he, it's one of his favourite songs.
4: So. Solid idea, yeah, just he put on it. horses.
1: Apparently, it's one of yeah, Paolo's yeah. favourites as well. Oh, yeah. he
4: was he was so into it, eh? And then is he trying to get a start? Is he
3: does it? <laughs> yeah, making the boss. A yeah. yeah, nah, it's one of those songs everyone just buys to don't they? So yeah, it's pretty fun.
0: Does does uh, Vout Brahma try to shop the others with his dancing?
2: He said in the interview <laughs> he didn't know what the song was, he just got fully around it, so good on him.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not too sure he pulled those dancers out from, but um, yeah, so it was good that he um, got amongst it, I guess.
1: Well, he's, he's got a bit of experience with dancing, hasn't he? Because I imagine you were probably there when he did his initiation song.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, he did a good one with uh, Tom... Uh, they did one of the one of the songs of Lion King, the two of them together. So it was, um, yeah, it was definitely an experience to see that. <laughs> had,
1: a, had a couple of moves going on there. You it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did, they
3: did a bit of everything. So yeah, it was one of the better initiations I've seen. That's for sure.
1: Great stuff. So as yeah. these boys pointed out, I was at training yesterday, and to me there seemed to be a real buzz um, amongst the crew. Uh, the training itself was real high intensity, and there was a bit of fun and banter between the coaches and players. So how yeah. was the feeling different at training on Monday after such an amazing night on, on Friday?
3: Oh, it's always a lot more fun coming into Monday after you get a win. So yeah, the the mood's good at the moment, and um, hopefully we just yeah we take that into the game on Thursday.
2: Uh, so, you might not have known a lot about it, but I think there was a lot of of our fans that criticised you a lot after the uh, the first round loss in the derby. It's, how did you sort of handle that focus, and what part, if any, did this play in your consistently improved efforts since?
3: Yeah, well, it's just one of those things, isn't it? As a defender, if you concede five goals, it's never going to defend. unhappy, happy, so I'm just glad... Um, I'm able to slowly get back into the good books with, um, and hopefully put in a few um, good performances in for now on.
0: Um, where do you believe your natural position is?
3: Uh, at the moment, I'm just happy to slot in wherever the team needs me, really. Um, what is your favourite position? Um, I enjoy playing in the midfield. I do like it, but at the moment, uh, playing at right back, I'm liking that a lot too. So, yeah, that's the, right back's definitely growing on me, so I like it a lot.
1: Because you've been employed across a number of places um, by various coaches and uh, thinking back to your time in the youth side, um, you played, I think, predominantly as a holding midfielder and um, yep. had some good performances there. So so I imagine that would be where you'd like to get back to as your career develops?
3: Oh, yeah, eventually. But, yeah, at the moment I'm yeah, happy to play my part in the team and this is a right back and yeah, I've been enjoying it a lot.
0: Have you found it found it like difficult to adapt, or you you just sort of uh, play it by you?
3: Um, no, it's just it's a position that you need to be fit with, and you get a, you know, normally a lot of fit players are in the midfield. So it's um yeah, it's a different role. You're kind of covering one side more than as a midfielder you're covering a lot more of the field. But yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yeah.
4: How much of an impact uh, have some of the new signings had on you sort of younger boys? Because I think something that we've obviously lacked probably in the last probably two seasons is plenty of experience. Yeah. Um, how much of yeah. those guys sort of helped you guys um, sort of oh, relax into the season?
3: Yeah, they've been amazing. The older guys came in and fit straight away in the team. They're um, always looking out for the younger boys, giving them advice when they need to. And um, yeah, they've been, they've been amazing. And the, yeah, us the ropes has had a... Uh, become professional
2: like those guys are. So both of your goals in the A-League have been scored with your head. I remember it was uh, in the derby last season and obviously on Friday night. Has this sort of always been one of your strengths like as like as an aerial threat and something you've worked on?
3: Uh, I guess so and I don't really get to go forward that much anyway playing to defend most of my league career anyway so when I go off of set pieces it's um, most of the goals scored there are from your head so I'm just, yeah, just happy I was able to put myself in there and yeah,
1: that's great. So, you've made, if my research is right, you've made now more than 55 appearances in the A League. I reckon it's about 55, something like that. Um, okay. And for the Central Coast. And yeah. I think that your contract probably at this stage is due to end at this the end of this season. Where do you see yourself over the next few years in terms of your future and development?
3: Uh, I haven't really thought too much into that, to be honest, but i um yeah, I'm just taking each each week as it comes. Football is like a funny game. It can change in a heartbeat. So I'm just focused on like the present at the moment and yeah, I'll uh, assess where I'm at um, come the end of the season.
1: What about uh, the fact that you've... Obviously, we've had a few young players who've indicated to us that it's good linking up with Paolo. Is that something that you'd like to persist with if you can?
3: Yeah, definitely. He's... Um, yeah been my favorite coach I've had so far, mariners and he's um he's has plenty of knowledge and that's always good uh learning off him he was a defender when he played, so any advice you can get off him is um always great
0: now we face Adelaide on Thursday night, which is a bit of a weird time, probably throws out your training as well um, has yeah. that affected you at all like does it affect the team uh, with a sort of short week? I know it's I know it's you know, seven days but
3: yeah, uh, I don't think so. I mean, we had a game. The Brisbane game was on Sunday, and then we played on Friday. So it's yeah, pretty much the same um, turnaround. It's yeah, it's one of those things that we just we work our week around when the game is and when we can do our sessions. But yeah, the preparation for these games um, yeah, been great so far.
0: And what do you think uh, we need to do to replicate last Friday's efforts?
3: I think it's a desire of the boys. Uh, we wanted to win every single challenge, every, every single pass we wanted to make. We were all making runs forward for each other. And I think, yeah, if you go into a game with that attitude, then you definitely um, yeah, put yourself in good stead to win the game.
4: So a couple of weeks ago, uh, when we played Perth away, it was pretty obvious that we were getting caught out with a high line. And sort of ever since then, it looks like we've sort of adjusted um, to sort of fix that. Issue and especially on the weekend against arguably the best team in the comp, which didn't even look like really being threatened in behind. Um, what was what was what's been sort of the, the biggest adjustment that we've made in that back line to sort of rectify that?
3: I think as we, um, after the Perth game, we sat down and said that our line was um, sometimes we were gambling a bit too much playing a high like a high line. So we decided that we still. Um, push up as much as we can, but when we can see they're playing a longer ball, we trying to drop off as quick as we can and um, yeah, try to counteract it, really.
2: So, as Phil said, we play Adelaide on Thursday and they're sort of on a losing run and I'm guess I'm guessing that they'd definitely be keen on turning things around. What do you think we need to do to uh, replicate last week and sort of shut them out of the game and make sure we get another three points?
3: Uh, yeah, we just need to, I think, defensively we need to put in the same performance that we did last week. That's our uh, main priority because we know we can attack with pace and yeah we can definitely hurt them on, at any opportunity with our attack. So defensively, they'll, yeah, we'll go in there and try to yeah, replicate what we did um, against Sydney.
4: So unfortunately, uh, on Thursday, we'll be missing the captain. Um, do we have any idea yeah. of what that's going to look like in the back line? Do you think you'll stay where you are at it right back or will you slot in or...? Maybe Liam Rose?
3: Uh, We're not too sure yet. We do, we normally work out our um, shape the day before the game so um, tomorrow we'll do a session on it and we'll see who's um, looking like going in there but yeah, I think Alan's yeah, great leader at the back, and he's shown that this season. But whoever comes in, I can sure he's going to do a great job.
1: So, we've left one of the most important questions until last, but it's uh, certainly important, yeah. and uh, we've got all of the uh, data to support it from the rest of the squad. Jake, do you yeah. scrunch or fold?
3: <laughs> oh, I'm a scruncher, yes. definitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Finally. Uh, well. Thanks.
0: Jake. Take too much time holding it up, I
1: think. Jake, finally. <laughs> Luke's got a supporter after all this time. Mate. I'm, I'm on my own in <laughs> here, mate. I'm First on my turned own. You off so well, Jake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh, dear. If
1: it makes you feel better, we've asked that question of Paolo, we've asked that question of Mike, Charles, we've <laughs> any we've talked Sean. To. Makes you. <laughs> Don't right. tell
4: Paolo because he won't be happy.
1: Yeah, he won't be happy with that. In <laughs> fact, in fact, you remind me that there's at least one uh, scruncher in the squad. He may play on yeah. the left wing, but you didn't hear that from me. And <laughs> Paolo, Paolo I'll, was unimpressed. I'll bring
3: unimpressed. it up for the changes for my own yourself, Quality. <laughs>
0: all right, well, thank you for joining us this week, Jake. We appreciate it.
3: No worries at all. Thank you for having me.
4: Thanks, mate.
0: Thanks, Jake. Thank you. And yeah, best of luck.
3: Great. Love Thanks. you. Love you. Love you. <laughs>
0: Right, quick fire previews. Thursday, we're at home against Adelaide. They're coming off three losses in a row. Yeah, I think Adelaide will be fired up to make sure they don't lose again and keep a
2: losing run going. So I think it, it'll be a tough game.
4: It's a massive chance to get two wins in a row. Massive. Yep. They've got a few sort of a few key players out injured, like Regan and Absalonson, and I think that's sort of really probably killed their sort of. Confidence that they had, I think, because I've I had them as sort of their the top courses. top four probably, yeah. And I mean, they had some good players, and all of a sudden they've gone right off. Maybe, yeah. maybe the uh, maybe the training four times a day is maybe taking a toll, right. which guess- is apparently what their coach wants
1: if they are doing that it sounds pretty tough but yeah to me they had some momentum they managed to get their way through the FFA Cup quite nicely to the final and uh, so they were looking like real you know dark horses for the um, title and uh, certainly top four contenders so the fact that they've had a few recent injuries has um, given them a bit of a downturn and now they're what three losses on the trot so and I think they had a draw before that one um, uh, perhaps so. So yeah, we we strike them at a good time for both their own form and for our for our form as well. So I'm definitely tipping us, and I think we can do it. We just need to back that performance up uh, last week.
2: If we play anything like we did against Sydney, I think it'll be a very good win. So I think we can, I think we can win for sure. So I think so put your
0: house on it, Josh.
2: Nah, never put your house <laughs> on, <laughs> never put your house on anything regarding the Mariners. But I
4: think we'll win. I think Rosie will come in and do a good job, hopefully. Hopefully just the not playing a lot lately doesn't affect him too much, which I don't think it will. Because um, it's sort of... will be fresh. Yeah. And I mean, sort of the last probably season and a bit, he's probably been guaranteed a starting spot, whereas now he's actually got to really work for it. So... I think he'll be pretty fired up to sort of prove that he should be starting.
1: Put himself in Paolo's mind. Yeah, yeah I agree. I think he can do a good job there. And I think that we're a bit more mature-looking defence. And even with that change, I think we can do well. And and even if Azdrabah is replaced um, over the heel with um, QB, I think that could be good for us too. There's been plenty of people wondering why it was that QB couldn't get a start, um, mm. especially after that Brisbane game when neither of the wingers really impressed. Um, then uh, I thought he probably deserved an opportunity, didn't get it, but um, I think he can do a good job if he does do that.
4: Yeah, I'm pretty confident in QB for 60 minutes just to go hard like he does when he comes on. I mean...
0: If if him and Hall can link up, so Cabsey yeah. does a run down into channels or diagonal runs in behind their back four and then Hull runs up in, in the middle and Cabsey squares it to him, I reckon we could be on. Mm.
4: Yeah, definitely. I agree. Hopefully... It's going to be a small crowd. There's no way around oh, that, yeah. but hopefully it's a small crowd. Of we'll be lucky to get six. It'll yeah. be die it'll, it'll be absolute
2: die will be
4: there. Six is bloody optimistic. Yeah, I yeah, was going five. to say, if, I, That's I was was we'll be lucky five, to get six. Five, yeah. Yeah.
1: And if we get five, I'm hoping we'll get five or maybe closing in on six purely because there will be plenty of people who will have a raised level of
4: interest after last Friday. I'm just
0: going to steal so, a heap of tickets and just... Keep scanning them. Yeah, good. <laughs>
4: do a Man United.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was that was weird, wasn't it? Just stand at the turnstile, just. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah. Did you see that? No. It was a steward. Ah. Just with a pile of the tickets, just going for
1: it.
4: Well, getting them numbers up.
1: You never know what they're really. Metrics. Know. Because I'm already inside the gate at, at match days, then you often see me sneaking my hand over the barrier to scan it from the, my pass from the wrong side to make sure I get counted, and then rolling the thing. But I must admit, it's just one, not 500.
0: Well, speaking of one, I hope that guy in the black shirt shows up again. <laughs> the one that was on drugs in front of our bay. Oh God! At least he gave us a laugh, and it,
2: it was all in good spirits as well. So. I hope he's back, and I hope he's drunk and high again.
1: He was having a great time, and he was even photographed having that great time. He
0: I was remember. tripping balls. Well, you know, whatever <laughs> floats your boat, mate. He was cossacking off a chair. <laughs> cossacking. Yeah, Russian dance, you know. Oh, the okay. Coss- yeah. Okay. Right. It was mental. That's probably the craziest guy I've ever seen in the bay. <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> Recruit over oh, all these
2: years, eh? Are you sure? He'd uh, have to be at least probably four or five. Maybe not crazy.
0: Maybe, <laughs> yes, maybe high. It's probably the highest Well, we, all, we, all, we yeah.
2: all know someone else who's irregular in the Bay. Yeah.
0: There have been a few We'll crazies. go on names.
4: Yeah.
1: Super fan. I knew there was mm. some crazies when a piece of cheese hit me. <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Where is cheese guy?
0: <laughs>
4: Where is uh, cheese guy? <laughs> the last the last time I saw a Cheese guy was uh Newcastle, yeah, Newcastle against away. the Wanderers last game of the season where the Wanderers won the Premier's really? plate. About when was it? 3 seasons ago. Last
0: time I saw him was Newcastle away
4: maybe but he was yeah, he too. was at that Wanderers Newcastle game in a Mariners shirt. Right. So he's probably does no why.
1: Maybe <laughs> he may not have got out of there. But but yes when uh, it was Newcastle away when he hit me with the cheese. Yeah. Cra-
2: the craft singles, The good old yeah. craft singles. Luckily, it's it was the back wrapped. of the head. And it's it still not, wrapped.
4: It's not Newcastle away unless you get hit with some fucking cheese. True,
2: true. As long as it's wrapped, I'm okay with that. But I don't want. <laughs> I
4: agree cheese hitting me.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, he peels it first. He peels the plastic off
4: and then throws it. I think. Uh, mine, was, mine, mine was
2: still plastic. Okay. No, mine. When he hit me in the back of the head, it still had plastic on it. Thank God. Oh. No right. cheese in my head. <laughs>
4: Reusable. <Very> <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, he was probably just giving out snacks.
0: Right. Brisbane City
4: Not well, interested. You can't
0: really talk, you can't really tip Brisbane
2: in the way the shape that they are in, so I reckon City will win.
4: City. City all day. It's a pretty
1: hard one actually and yeah, uh, yeah. notes out. I'm going for a draw in this one because I am finding that City are still failing to be consistent. There you go.
4: If Excellent. Ross McCormack could shoot, he'd had about five goals on the weekend. True. Mm. I mean, the only reason he really got one was because of the penalty.
1: Yep, the only thing they've got At the moment That's consistent Is Fitzy <laughs> funny to say that He should be Real, in the Socceroos though, yeah. don't, you know? don't even start that
2: He, what, like, what is going on With everyone rating Fitzgerald Like I know that he's gotten he's better But playing he's well. still not I'm rating him That great For his he's, play this year He's, he's been, playing well He's
1: been superb but um,
2: setting up a lot of chances.
1: But the but the step the Socceroos theory that sounds like Brenton. Well, that speed was and his that speed that
2: said that Austin would be in the Socceroos. Yeah, exactly, the it's the same. Last call. this time last year,
0: so why the hell would we listen to what he says anyway? Nada, nada. Playing for Slytherin. Right on Saturday West Sydney Wellington. That's it, West Sydney On this one, I think.
2: Well, Wanderers are five draws in six games. So if they don't if they don't win this, it'll probably be another draw. So, but I think Wanderers win. I'm going with the draw as well.
4: Uh, draw. <laughs> but but, <laughs> what about Riera on the weekend when he come off? Yeah, slapping, not happy with Gombau, He was
2: it wasn't to do with Gombau apparently. It was apparently he was just pissed off that he had no service.
4: Yeah, but even still, but what that was such a bad look. Yeah, yeah. don't so slap maybe it's a Spanish thing. I wouldn't. I, they they it's do a Spanish kiss. They do have history from when they were back in Spain, but I mean, still, it's not a good look. I wouldn't start him. If Did he, he slap Gombao? Just a he bow. slapped his hand.
1: Well, he surely that's a four-week suspension with two suspended. Surely, just saying.
0: Sydney Newcastle.
4: Surely it
2: ends oh. now.
0: Who do we
4: want to lose? More? I don't.
2: I don't want to tip either of them. So I'm just going to say draw.
4: Three all and four red cards. Broken Shit, legs. Where's that? A couple of. Couple of breaks. Oh,
1: no. Shitney <laughs> gets um, Mersiewski back and they take out their frustration over being beaten by a better side last week by beating a worse side this week. Sounds good to me. Roy good. fails to shank any into the net.
0: <laughs> oh, he missed. Did he see that? Siddery missed. Yep. Just
1: Which one? The one this week yeah. or the one last week? No,
0: This week. Last.
1: This week it was uh miss of the season so far. Yeah, miss of the season. Goal. I think he's got that covered. But the week before, he's uh, standing in the center of the six yard box and uh, misses a goal with a header.
0: So some might say he's coming back into
2: form. Well, uh-huh. it's certainly similar form to it's, the, uh, uh, the. It's, ma- it's yeah, lovely. Mariner's break, form. But Mariner's, but Mariner's form yeah. for sure. Uh,
0: boring Perth versus <laughs> rubbish victory. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Um, No one cares I'm just going to say draw Let's just leave it on that Perth Victory Perth Just for love. Are you saying that Just
1: because I said Perth
0: Yes (laughs) Nice Well played (laughs) Uh, Thank you for listening And putting up with us Um, We appreciate you listening Uh, We'll be back next week